Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, what a year. Um, today is the last day of Advent, and so that means the last day of longing and waiting and looking toward Bethlehem with eyes on the Christ child. Uh, some of you tonight, tomorrow, in the days ahead, you will um, have a glimpse of normal, normal you haven't felt in quite some time. Um, th these moments, they'll feel like glimpsing or grabbing the light after a very long season of darkness. Uh, I hope your hours will be filled with holly and jolly and presence and gladness and celebration. For some of us, the next few days will be a joyous reprieve from some very strange months. A tangible reminder of the king who was born in a manger who holds in his hands the world that he came to renew. Others of you will find yourself in maybe the exact opposite position or place. Uh, you will find a struggle looking for a bow to tie up the loose ends of a really long season. Maybe you are currently sick or quarantined or your people are, or maybe you are setting aside a, a tradition that you cherish or maybe taking up a newer, less exciting tradition. Maybe over the next few days, you'll find yourself at a table with uh, political arguments or family trauma or a table with a lot less than was there last year. Or perhaps your table will carry the weight of an empty chair or empty chairs. For some of us, the next few days will be filled with long and lonely. A reminder of the longing quenched only by the return of the king, by the breaking in of the kingdom of God in its fullness. I think uh, for plenty of us, there will be a mix of both, uh, joy and sadness, fullness and empty. Uh, what a year. It's been a year of bright spots and a year of great darkness. And personally, I've struggled with both of them. I have quite often felt the guilt of joy and at the same time, the fear and weight and even weird comfort of darkness and sadness. I'll be honest, um, I really wanted to write a funny Christmas Eve service or sermon. Um, I think we could all use a laugh. It's been a crazy year, and I worked really hard on that, but I felt like the Spirit uh, really clearly gave me two things to say to our church in our last service together in 2020. Um, so for tonight, or whenever it is that you're listening to this, um, this is what I feel like God has, has for us. Here's the first one. Uh, during the Advent season this year, personally, um, I have been so taken by the idea of Emmanuel. So taken. The, a few chapters before what uh, Aaron read to us during our reflighting in Isaiah 9, a few chapters before that in Isaiah 7, the prophet tells the nation of Israel that Jesus about Jesus, and it's a verse that gets quoted a lot around Christmas time. He says this, he says, The virgin will conceive a child and his name will be called Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. And here is what strikes me so much about that this year in, part in particular. In 2020, Emmanuel is still his name. Emmanuel, it's still his name. Jesus, he, he has not lost his name. Much has been taken from us this year, but this has not been taken. Emmanuel, God with us. It was his name at birth, and it is his name still. The, the withness of God is unmoved and unchanged by the madness of our year, or the darkness of the night, or even the joy that we glimpse or hold. Emmanuel is still his name. The truth is, I've changed a lot this year, but Jesus, the Christ, the child born in a stable and hung on a tree, he hasn't changed. 
He has not changed. He is Emmanuel, God with us, even here. I think the Spirit very much has something for us in this. Uh, If Jesus was born into the dark of night, can he not be born into the darkness that hangs over our heads? And if Jesus was born in a place that didn't have any room for him, can he not come and live in the busy of our minds? And if he did not wait to be born for for the world to stop being restless and stop being chaotic, then could his withness not blow uh, something beautiful into the chaos of our hearts? Emmanuel is still his name. God is still very much with us. So let's allow Emmanuel to be a place of courage for us tonight, a place of hope, a place of faith, a place of peace for us tonight. Jesus, the Emmanuel, born to be with us. Here's the second thing. Uh, If God is still with us, then as followers of Jesus, we don't have to live afraid of the dark. Uh, For many of you, you have walked wild roads this year that you wouldn't have chosen on your own. You've spent long days and long nights. You've learned how to restructure your lives in so many ways, your days in so many ways, your habits, your practices. In so many days, you've spent long days and long nights caring for others or more alone than you have ever felt in your life. Many of us, we have gotten well acquainted with the dark this year. And the story of Jesus, the story of the Emmanuel for us is a story of courage in the middle of the night. Barbara Brown Taylor, uh, who I love, says this. She says, here's a helpful reminder to all who fear the dark. Darkness does not come from a different place than the light. It is not presided over by a different God. The long nights of Advent and the early mornings of e- morning of Easter both point us to the God for whom darkness and light are alike. Both are fertile seasons for those who walk by faith and not by sight. Even in the dark, the seed sprouts and grows, we know not how, while God goes on giving birth to the truly human in Christ and the human in us. As we close up 2020, may we remember that the darkness is not presided over a different God than the light. May we remind ourselves that our job is not to conform our lives to the darkness. Our job is to find and catch the light wherever we can find it. And to trust that there's fertility there, there's growth there, there's sprouting there. To trust that even in the dark, even in the unimaginable, the confusing, the overwhelming, seeds will sprout and they will grow. Both the darkness and the light are fertile seasons for those who walk by faith and not by sight. And it's here that we look for light to catch a glimpse of or to grasp or to walk in that the God who gave birth to the human Emmanuel will, will continue to birth what is truly human in us for his very witness is our hope, no matter where we find ourselves tonight. I have a quote I, 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 that I hold so dear. Um, it's by Charles Spurgeon, and, and um, it's something that I come back to every Advent, and, and I love it. This is what he says about the witness of God. Uh, He says, put me on the wild ocean and let my ship dance madly on the waves. I would still say, Emmanuel, God with us. Mount me on the sunbeam and let me fly beyond the western sea. Still, I would say, God with us. Let my body dive down into the depths of the ocean and let me hide in its caverns. Still, I would say, as a child of God, God with us. 
And in the grave, sleeping there in corruption, I can see the footmarks of Jesus and still his name is God with us. Christmas Eve is the night when the veil between heaven and earth is so very thin. Uh, Barbara Brown Taylor, who I quoted earlier, she says that Christmas Eve is the night that we measure all time against. Why? Because we wait in anticipation. Tonight we celebrate in whatever way we can muster the anticipation of the coming of the great light of the world, hope beyond hope. A light that will penetrate the darkness and can never be put out. And we anticipate the Emmanuel whose very withness is what puts us back together piece by piece and bit by bit. So um, will you do this? Will you take a quiet moment with me um, you, I don't know how, what, it, wherever you are in your house, will you find a way to be quiet? Maybe like turn the lights out and light a candle or turn your tree on, um, uh, whatever, you know, slows your, your heart and allows you to wait in quiet anticipation. Um, and will you allow me to read, uh, the scripture that Aaron read just a second ago for our Selah again? Uh, will you take this quiet Christmas Eve moment and allow your heart uh, the space to listen and the space to believe that these words might just be true, that a baby born in a manger is still called Emmanuel, that he is very much still with us, and that he is the one who will put all things back to right. I'm going to read from Isaiah 9. The time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The land will be humbled, but there will be a time in the future when it will be filled with glory. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in the land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For God will repopulate his nation and enlarge their joy. They will rejoice before him as people rejoice at the harvest like warriors dividing their plunder. For he will break the yoke and lift the heavy burden from them. For unto us a child is born. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. Let's pray together. Father, we come to you on Christmas Eve of a very wild year. And I ask that you would fill us with your spirit and your presence and the reminder that you are still Emmanuel, that your name is still God with us, that it is still the most true thing, no matter what is in front of our eyes or what is in front of our days. We love you and we thank you. In your name we pray, amen. Merry Christmas.